Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lanch J Radio Network. Paragon, Paragon 7, 7 Studios. Back on the Lance J Radio Network, I have been reading a lot about leadership lately. Every time, every time I come off a big conference, we we were out in Colorado Springs for a week covering the Rise Conference. Every time I come from a big conference and, and have a chance to speak to to various leaders in my field, which is healthcare, but. One of the things we do on the show, I, I love talking, like, for example, I had Jay Ackerman, Chief Executive Officer of, of Revelier. Rick Witted, CEO of U.S. Hunger, comes on the show frequently. We're getting a lot of CEOs that, that participate in the show and, and come on the show. And I love picking their brain about leadership. Obviously, you have your, your discipline, what you do best. Whatever you're selling, whatever you're marketing, whatever you're manufacturing, whatever your core competency is. But I love talking to, to people who, who run large companies about team building. I love talking to them about, about leadership. What, what have you learned as, as a CEO? Not just managing a, a P&L, could be a small P&L. $10 million could be a large P&L, over a billion dollars. But how do you build your teams? What are you looking for when you promote someone? What is your succession planning like? What are some of the mistakes you made when you were a, a younger, less mature leader? And I love talking about that. I, I love listening to, it's, it's like my own personal think tank. I love listening to, to people that run large corporations pontificate about things that they do well and things that they, that they don't do well. So I'm going to Forbes.com, and this article called Three Powerful Characteristics of a, a Genuinely Humble Leader. People talk a lot about servant leadership and, and humility. And even I was talking on, on the show about it the other day. I was talking about going into to my alma mater where we do, we do, we're going to be doing shows at Oakwood University. And this will be the first time we've done a, a large-scale show since COVID. It's been three years because things were shut down and, and last year – Although it was open, it wasn't really open. People weren't flying across country. And now we're, we're, we're 100% back. And on this show, I've kind of gotten a little loose. I've talked, I've talked my smack. I talked about myself being on the Mount Rushmore of talents to come from my era of, of Oakwood University. And I doubled down on that and said that, that no, no lies were necessarily told. However, I'm going into this year with a much more panoramic view. And when you have success in in radio, you have success as a consultant, it really makes you humble. You realize how difficult it is to be out here. I eat what I kill. I eat what I kill. And to have the show, to have the consulting practice, to to have the the relationships that we have, the the phenomenal sponsors, it it really makes you realize how fortunate you are and that you haven't done this by yourself and that and that people believe in you and support you so it's a it's a humbling experience and i want to read about 
servant leadership. So going back to the to the Forbes article, despite the the confidence they have in their talent, humble leaders are the silent minority of the workplace. Rather than focus on control and the authority, their position and title give them. I talk about positions and titles constantly on the show. Humble leaders focus more on empowering their employees and the overall growth of their team. Many individuals in leadership positions struggle with humility because they view it as being a pushover. Don't ever want to show weakness when you're in charge. You, you want to rule with an iron fist. This is why most leaders who claim to be humble actually lead with arrogance and ego because they perceive them as strengths. Truly humble leaders don't know that they are. It's the surrounding people that will define them as one on their behalf. Let me repeat that. Truly humble leaders don't know that they are humble leaders. It's their, it's their colleagues. It's their direct reports. It's the people that they interface with day to day that will actually define them as a humble leader on their behalf. So here, here are three powerful characteristics of, of a genuinely humble leader in, in, in this Forbes article. Number one, they cultivate an inclusive culture where everyone is valued. Authentically humble leaders know the value of each individual and what they bring to the organization. Instead of asserting their dominance, they strive to create an inclusive environment where each team member feels seen, heard, valued, and respected. This is a phenomenal article. So humble leaders, they, they're focused on team building. They're not focused on saying, I'm the boss, I'm in charge, I make the decisions, I get the accolades, I decide who gets praise and respect. They know that everyone is valuable. Everyone on your team is valuable, from, from the chief of staff to the person that reports to the, to the CEO, down to someone that's on, on the staff level position. Could be your telemarketing team, could be the janitor, but they know the value of each individual. Article goes on to say, they set the tone and model behaviors that are considered acceptable. Thus, their main objective is being an inspiring role model for their employees, demonstrating positive behavior and cultivating an environment where everyone feels safe and welcome. You want to be able to create a safe space. I, I just couldn't agree with that more. And I, I go back to, to times where I've been in charge, where I have not adhered to, to, to that particular component of, of, of being a, a humble leader. Let's go to the second one. The difference between an authentic and fake humble leader is their ability to admit mistakes and learn from them rather than placing blame on someone else. The danger is when leaders proudly wear the cloak of humility yet subliminally brag about how great they are and pretend to listen to their people, but end up doing what they see fit. Not only is this vexing, but employees sense false humility, which then discourages any openness and honesty to transpire. The reality is genuinely humble leaders aren't hungry for power, attention, or fame because they're confident enough in their abilities that they don't need to boast about their work or how important they are. So humble leaders, they actually listen. I've struggled with that. As a person on the radio, I talk, talk for a living. One of my mentors used to always tell me that, that God gave us two ears to listen and, and one mouth to talk. And really simplifying that. It's difficult to listen. 
with actual intent to understand. It's not that difficult to listen and just kind of sit there and, and tune out whatever the person's saying and think about, I could be thinking about March Madness. I could be thinking about Rick Pitino going to I, leaving Iona and going to St. John's. I could be thinking about the NFL draft. I could be thinking about what candles am I going to get from Bath and Body Works for the house. But I'm not actually paying attention. I'm not listening with intent to learn. I'm not processing any of the information for, for future utilization. So actually, actually sitting and listening to people with intent to grow, with intent to understand someone, that, that's so important. And then finally, receiving criticism is an unwritten rule in leadership. With leadership comes criticism, and with criticism comes accountability. Genuinely humble leaders understand that criticism is all about improving and learning. A genuinely humble leader is always evolving and looking beyond their own perspective. A toxic leader will often justify some of their wrong actions by blaming others or simply evading responsibility. So those are very those are that's a very good article on Forbes. Um, I I love talking about about leadership. I love learning about leadership and taking criticisms. Not easy. Listening is not always easy. Completely checking your ego at the door, not always easy. But it's a necessity, and it really separates the wheat from the tares when you think about leadership, when you think about people who are transcendent, best in class, and ultimately empower others to do great things, even greater things than they did. Paragon 7 Studios. Live from the Paragon 7 Studios, you are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. Paragon This is James Lewis, host of the Lanch Day Radio Network HealthCast series. When I was a quality executive, I spent many years working with Episource on chart retrieval, coding, and their analytics platform. This is the time of year where health plans are focused on their final push for risk adjustment to close out 2021 dates of service. Identify HCC gaps. Stratify at both the member and provider level with Episource analysts. Episource combines intelligent technology and a team with many years of subject matter expertise. For a demonstration request, go to www.episource.com. Rampage, the first lieutenant of the Universal Flipmode Squad. For those that's listening to this, Lance is a genius. He put a moving office in a G-Fizzle, in a G-Wagon. All my ballers, all my millionaires, all my trillionaires, all my entrepreneurs. Understand, this man went from hair to hair in a G fizzle and he put a moving digital studio right. inside of a G wagon. James Lewis. Who believes in themselves? That's independent. You are listening to the Lance J Radio Network. It's electric made extraordinary. Ingenuity in motion. It listens, learns, adapts, and anticipates your every need with intelligence that feels anything but artificial. The EQS from Mercedes-Benz. It's the car electric has been waiting for. 
It's time to switch to T-Mobile. Right now, pay zero cost when you do. Keep your number and keep your phone. We'll even pay it off. Only at T-Mobile, the leader in 5G.